Okay, here we go. Episode show number 74, kind of our Monday morning around the water cooler, I guess you'd say. It's uh, Monday morning, October the 23rd. I'm Scott, the host, your host for the Teal Shirt Report podcast. Again, episode show number 74, season number four. We got the SEC power rankings. We got the NFL games, Jaguars. Man, can you believe it? If you're a Jaguars fan and if you listen to this podcast, you got to be. Jaguars are 5-2, and two, coming off the victory over New Orleans. Jacksonville Jaguars 31, the New Orleans Saints 24, going back to last Thursday. So the Jags didn't play on Sunday. So the Jaguars fans probably watched some other games. It was a lot of NFL games. It was some good college football games, high school football, a lot of it. Uh, we may rehash a little bit of the high school because I, I think we've updated some of the scores since the last time we, we talked to high school football, but the Jaguars did win 31-24 to over New Orleans. I talked about the Jaguars stopping them on fourth down when they got the ball deep in Jaguars' territory. There was a third down play where I think that was the tight end that kind of fumbled or bobbled the ball, you know, in, in, the, in the back part of the end zone, and that helped. And then a good fourth down play. I think Buster Brown was in on the coverage on the last one. And the Jaguars had a good, you know, they they, they had a big victory. Um, Ola Kuhn, Ola Kuhn got the, uh, I didn't realize he had the pick six until I looked at the stats. Now, the last podcast we did, 73, episode show 73, I did mention it at some point in the podcast. Ola Kuhn with a big um, interception. He took it 21 yards uh, to the house, I believe, on a, officially a pick six. An apple turnover, as John Gaylor and, and I like to call him. We'll take a look at the uh, NFL scoreboard as well. There was a lot of action out there. Man, I saw a picture of the Eagles. Looks like they were in their old school uniforms. I remember those back in the day when John Reeves, former Florida Gator quarterback, you know, had a cup of coffee with the Eagles. He played a lot of games. Roman Gabriel played with the Eagles back in the day, and that's back when I liked the Eagles. I do like Jalen Hurts, though. They've had a lot of quarterbacks, Ron Jaworski, and I'm looking at the old, I see a picture, man, those are somewhat old school. I don't know if that was 70s or 80s or earlier, but the Eagles were wearing old school uniforms. Maybe it helped. They uh, won the uh, Sunday night game. They uh, beat Miami. Let me try to find that score. Boy, Buffalo got beat by New England. New England got blasted and blown out like two weeks in a row, and they put a good game together, and Buffalo seemed like they didn't want to be there. I, I talked to our executive producer, JC, who's a big Buffalo Bills fan, and, you know, Buffalo didn't play well. New England did play well. And sometimes in the NFL, man, if you get a recipe for one team playing well, the other team not playing well, and even if there's a um, – a certain uh, degree of difference in talent in the NFL on any given Sunday, right? Uh, New England beat Buffalo 29-25. I picked the Patriots. I've kind of picked the Patriots uh, a few times this year. But you got to love the points. I mean, going into that game, Buffalo was a substantial favorite. Let's see, when I did the pool, Buffalo was like an eight-and-a-half-point favorite. I said, you know, I like those points. Maybe Buffalo wins by a field goal or six points, and, and I come out smelling like a rose even though Buffalo won the game. Heck, New England won the game. New England 29, Buffalo Bills 25. How about Cleveland, man? They've won a couple of the Brownies. 
man, they're living right or something. They beat uh, Indianapolis, Cleveland 39, the Indianapolis Colts 38, Gardner Minshew. With a touchdown pass, I think he ran for one or two touchdowns, too. Gardner had a good game, but Cleveland won the game. Cleveland 39, Indianapolis uh, 38. So the Colts go down to defeat. Um, other games, Jaguars last Thursday, way back last Thursday, Jacksonville Jaguars 31, New Orleans Saints 24. Let's talk about our sponsors, Saucer Realty and Capital. For your real estate needs in North Florida, whether it's home, residential, business, commercial, real estate, See Larry Saucer. Not only can they handle your real estate needs, not only can they handle your real estate needs, but they do property valuations too. Saucer valuations is part of Saucer Realty and Capital. Larry's been doing land appraising for years and years and years. He'll tell you what that property's really worth. Um, if you're buying, he'll tell you what your property's worth if you're selling. Saucer Realty and Capital, you'll find a link to their website on our website and on the homepage at BigJReport.com. Scroll and find the latest 24-7 North Florida weather. And right in the midst of the weather or toward the end of the weather, you'll find a link for Saucer Realty and Capital. I want to thank LakeUfallahits.com. Great internet radio, a legitimate, an absolutely legitimate sponsor of the Teal Shirt Report podcast. LakeUfallahits.com, great internet radio. They now have Midnight Rock. Midnight Rock, Midnight Central Time, 1 o'clock a.m. Eastern Time. During the weekdays, they got Rock Saturdays, Hits 2000s, Monday through Friday nights. And don't forget about uh, Rock Saturdays as well. But how about this? Here's a tip for you. You can hook that thing up into your office because they got identifiable and recognizable hits Monday through Friday from morning to afternoon. LakeUfallahits.com. Great internet radio where it's all good. Also sponsoring the Till Shirt Report podcast, the XFLToday.net. Check on what's going on with the XFL. Review the past season. And there's merger talk, as you know, between the XFL and the USFL. And I think that's going to come to fruition sometime soon. Maybe even as I speak. Uh, we, we also want to thank Mad Max. Mad Max threw some requests on there for me. Max, I'm ready to do another interview. Hopefully, it'll be this week. Um, it depend, When you're on, Max, sometimes it depends on where I'm at. Sometimes I get in a, a noisy situation and I can't do it, but we want to do it this week, and we'll make every attempt to be able to do it this week. And make sure you tune in for the madmaxmix.weebly.com. The Internet Radio Wednesday Night Musical Quest Show with Mad Max. He plays his very special brand and very special mix of music, the Mad Max Mix. Wednesday nights, Wednesday evening from 6 to 8 o'clock um, Central Time, 7 o'clock to 9 o'clock Eastern Time. He's got folks listed in Alabama, Georgia, Florida, Tennessee, uh, Michigan, and kind of surrounding states in between. Speaking of Michigan, man, did they did they blow out Michigan State or what? Jim Harbaugh took the Spartans back behind the woodshed, and it was Michigan 49 and Michigan State zip. We'll check some other college football. Florida did not play. Georgia did not play. We're getting ready for the cocktail party coming up. But right now, back to the NFL scoreboard. Jacksonville Jaguars, big win, 31-24. How about the winning touchdown catch in this game by Christian Kirk, number 13. He catches a 9- or 10-yard pass from Trevor, kind of, toward the middle or the side of the field 
And then he takes it down the field, all the way down the sideline, scores a touchdown. That was a winning touchdown in the fourth quarter. Trevor Lawrence to Christian Kirk, and he made most of it happen. He probably ran 70, 75% of the yardage on the 44-yard touchdown catch as uh, Trevor Lawrence, quarterback Trevor Lawrence of the Jaguars, and uh, number 13, Christian Kirk, playing a little uh, passing catch. And it went for a 44-yard touchdown. That turned out to be the game winner. Jacksonville Jaguars 31, the New Orleans Saints 24. The game are brought to you by XFLToday.net, the Mad Max Mix, .weebly.com, the Internet Radio Wednesday night, Wednesday night, uh, Internet Radio Wednesday night musical quest show with Mad Max at MadMaxMix.weebly.com. We're also brought to you by LakeUfallHits.com, great Internet radio where it's all good. The XFLToday.net, where you can follow the happenings and even review the last season of the XFL at XFLToday.net. Salsa Realty and Capital. You're thinking about selling your home? You want to buy a new home? Go to our website, BigJReport.com. Scroll the homepage, and you will absolutely find the link for Saucer Realty and Capital. Whether you're selling your home in Jacksonville, Gainesville, Live Oak Lake City, or somewhere in between, or a little bit south of that line, Larry Saucer and Saucer Realty and Capital can absolutely help you. Go to our website at BigJReport.com. Scroll the homepage. When you get to our 24-7 North Florida weather report, you will absolutely find the link for Saucer Realty and Capital for your real estate needs in North Florida and surrounding areas. Uh, back to the NFL scoreboard. Again, Jacksonville 31, New Orleans 24, the Jaguars. If you're waking up right now, you've been in a cloud for a week, and you don't know, the Jaguars, ladies and gentlemen, are absolutely 5-2, and two, all alone in the AFC South Division in first place. Let's check the other scores. What happened to the Lions, man? They finally had a game where they fell apart. Maybe it's good to have one game like this, get it out of your system, because the Lions have been playing very, very well. It looks like they have the inside track to win the NFC North Division, but they ran into a buzzsaw from the AFC North Division from the other conference, Baltimore Ravens 38, Detroit 6. And Baltimore, it's kind of their coming out party because they, they've laid some eggs and not played well in some games. It looked like Baltimore played their game of the year and Detroit played their worst game of the year. Baltimore Ravens, Baltimore Ravens 38, Detroit Lions 6. How about the Bears behind? I think that guy is an undrafted quarterback. My executive producer, JC, says he likes this kid a lot. Jason Field, um, Justin Fields, I'm sorry, is hurt. He did not play in this one. Justin Fields, I hear he may miss two or three weeks and may give this undrafted free agent kid a chance. I believe he was undrafted. But he had a good game. Chicago won it. Chicago Bears, the Bears. Chicago Bears, 30. Las Vegas Raiders, 12. And this kind of game was due for the Raiders because they have been playing well the last couple of weeks up to this game. Everybody hits that bump in the road, kind of. Cleveland, 39. Indianapolis Colts, 38. Buffalo had a rough one. New England. I think that was Bill Belichick's 300 to win as a head coach, I believe. Maybe don't quote me on that, but that's what I had heard um, from this guy or that guy. I think I think it was. I think it was Bill Belichick's 300th career win. Now maybe the Patriots go back to, to losing some games again. Let's see. New England 29. The New England Patriots 29. Buffalo Bills 25. 
the Washington Redskins, God bless them. Oh, I guess now they're known as the Washington Commanders. They had a lot of players that were hurt. They had this player, that player being added to the injury list. And the New York Giants, kind of with a lethargic offense, but they had enough to win. New York Giants 14, Washington Commanders 7. Atlanta Falcons. I think Atlanta's in first place in the NFC South. Atlanta beat Tampa Bay. Ugly game. Atlanta, the Atlanta Falcons 16, Tampa Bay Buccaneers 13. Uh, San Francisco, Minnesota's the Monday night game tonight, by the way. Let's take a look at some other scores. I picked Pittsburgh and the L.A. Rams. I don't know why the Rams were actually favored in this game, but they were because they weren't at home. The Rams were at home. The Rams were a absolute three-point favorite over the Steelers. The Rams were at home. That's basically home field. Rams favored by three points. But do you have much of a home field in the L.A. market? Think about it. Maybe, maybe some. Pittsburgh won the game, though, 24-17. to I picked the Steelers. I gladly took the three points, and Pittsburgh won the game outright 24-17. to I had Seattle. Seattle was what? What was Seattle? About a seven-and-a-half-point favorite in this one. Uh, when when the pool, when the, foot, the, the football pool was constructed um, last week, somewhere in the middle of the week, I think Seattle was a seven-and-a-half-point favorite. I picked Seattle. They won the game by 10 points. Seattle, 20. Arizona Cardinals, 10. Um, also, I took Denver. Green Bay was a one-and-a-half-point favorite at the time of the uh, football pool construction. Green Bay, Green Bay was a one-and-a-half-point favorite. I, uh, I took Denver at home. Denver won the game 19-17. to The Denver Broncos, 19. Green Bay Packers, 17. Green Bay is kind of reeling right now, aren't they? Uh, Kansas City, I really thought the Chargers would make a close game out of it, but they did not. Kansas City, Kansas City Chiefs, 31. The L.A. Chargers, 17. The final score. Trying to see if I missed any games. I think we hit all the NFL Sunday games. Eagles, again, I think I need to mention this one. Philadelphia Eagles, 31. Miami Dolphins, 17. Eagles, a two-point favorite. I, I took the Eagles. Eagles uh, wore out the Dolphins, kind of pulled away at the end. Philadelphia Eagles, 31. Miami Dolphins, 17. So that's a look at the um, the NFL scores. I'm going to pull the standings up. We'll take a quick peak of the NFL standings because a lot of people ask me, well, who's who, who's who's winning most of the games? Who's losing most of the games? Well, Miami lost yesterday to Philadelphia, but they still lead the AFC East with a 5-2 and two record. Buffalo 4-3 and three a game back. New York Jets further back at 3-3. Three and three. Patriots 2-5 and five with their second win of the year, which uh, came at the hands of the Buffalo Bills. AFC North, Ravens on top there at 5-2. Pittsburgh is 4-2. Cleveland is 4-2. The Cincinnati Bengals are 3-3. Three three. That's a battle in that division. AFC South, Jaguars on top. John Gaylor said, hey, we're in, we're in front. We're in front by like two and a half games. Right now, the Jacksonville Jaguars are 5-2. Houston Texans with, I think they found a quarterback in C.J. Stroud because I'm not sure anybody expected Houston to be at the 500 mark right now. They're 3-3. Three and three. Colts are 3-4, and four, about a half game behind the Texans. Titans are 2-4. and four. I believe the Titans had the week off. And the Texans had the week off. 
Uh, Indianapolis played and lost by one point to Cleveland. Jaguars played last Thursday and beat New Orleans 31-24. to AFC West, team with the best record in the league. Best record. I believe they got the best record in the league, right? Kansas City 7-1. Or is, I guess the Eagles. Yeah, the Eagles are 6-1 too in the NFC East. Kansas City 6-1. The closest team to them are the Raiders at 3-4. Chargers. L.A. Chargers 2-4. They lost to Kansas City. Denver Broncos 2-5. Looks like the Chiefs are going to run away with that division. Philadelphia Eagles lead the NFC East 6-1. Dallas 4-2. I think that makes them, what, a game and a half back. Washington Commanders are 3-4. New York Giants uh, 2-5 in the NFC East. The Giants own a 14-7 win over the Washington Commanders this past Sunday. Detroit Lions, uh, even with that Kind of embarrassing loss to Baltimore. They got blown out by Baltimore. The Detroit Lions still have the inside track to win in this NFC North. The Detroit Lions are five and two. Minnesota Vikings way back at two and four. Green Bay Packers two and four. And the Chicago Bears two and five. The Bears did find themselves in the victory column uh, Sunday. Chicago uh, won their game. Did I give you the score on that one? Chicago won that game pretty big, right? Chicago Bears 30, L.A. uh, Las Vegas Raiders. Man, the Raiders have been everywhere. They've been to Oakland, Los Angeles, back to Oakland. Now they're in Las Vegas. Was the Chicago Bears 30, Las Vegas Raiders 12. So that's a look at some of the NFL happenings as you're listening to the Teal Shirt Report podcast, episode show number 74. Thank you. Uh, for tuning in to the Teal Shirt Report podcast, we're going to move right into the SEC. Take a look at the power rankings. Georgia and Florida, both teams off this week. Georgia's 7-0. I got them number one in the SEC power rankings at absolutely 7-0. They're number one in the nation, number one in the SEC, number one in the BigJReport.com SEC power rankings. Georgia's 7-0. Got Alabama second at and Alabama 7-1. Got LSU third at 6-2. I have, I actually have LSU ahead of Missouri. Missouri has a better record, but LSU beat Missouri by 10 points. We're going to give that third spot to LSU at 6-2. and two. Missouri is fourth at 7-1. and one. I'm not sure. I'm, I don't know. I think Missouri's playing with smoke and mirrors a little bit or something. Florida's got to play Missouri. Florida's got to play Arkansas. Those are going to be dangerous games coming up for the Gators. Missouri is fourth in our power rankings in the SEC. Missouri fourth at 7-1. Ole Miss got them fifth at 6-1. Ole Miss just defeated Auburn at Auburn. And I picked Ole Miss. I think they were favored. Were they favored to win that game by 6.5? And and they won by 7. And they had Ole Miss. To win that one against the spread. Okay, Ole Miss is fifth in the SEC Power Rankings, the BigJReport.com SEC Power Rankings. Ole Miss is fifth. Ole Miss got a good record, too. They're six and one. I got Kentucky ahead of Florida because Kentucky beat Florida. Kentucky five and two, sixth in the SEC Power Rankings. Florida is seventh. If you if you beat Georgia, you're gonna you're gonna move up a couple of slots. But who's gonna beat Georgia? Florida plays them this Saturday. My goodness, what is that? This Saturday, this Saturday, October the 28th, kickoff 3.30 right here in Duval, Jacksonville, Florida. So I got Kentucky 6th in the power rankings at 5-2, and two, Florida 7th at 5-2, and two, Tennessee 8th at 5-2, and two, Texas A&M, Jimbo doing the limbo 
and he's got another part. He's got a partner with the OC is uh, Petrino, the motorcycle guy. Uh, Petrino is running the offense. I don't know what Jimbo's doing. He's doing the limbo. Texas A&M ninth in the SEC power rankings. Didn't they just last year have the best recruiting class in the nation? Some of them guys must have left, right? Texas A&M ranked ninth, not not in the nation, in our BigJReport.com SEC power rankings. Texas A&M ninth at four and three overall, two and two in the conference. This could be Jimbo's last year doing the limbo at Texas A&M. Mississippi State is 10th, Mississippi State 4-3. and three. South Carolina, man, they fool you a lot. The coach is in some pain. I think he had a little injury. And South Carolina is going backwards. South Carolina ranked 11th in our power ranking. South Carolina 2-5. and five. Arkansas, a dangerous 2-6 and six team. Florida's got to play them after the Georgia game at home, though. And, and this guy might be fighting for his job. Uh, Sam, what's his name? Sam, Sam Pittman, right? Head coach at uh, Arkansas. Arkansas is 12th uh, in our BigJReport.com SEC power rankings. Arkansas is 12th at 2-6. and six. Auburn, I got them 13th at 3-4. and four. I, I think Arkansas is a little better than Auburn. That's why I got them flip-flop there. Auburn, I got Arkansas 12th at 2-6. and six. Auburn 13th at 3-4. And, and I got, I got Vanderbilt. I got Vanderbilt, 14th overall. That's the bottom. That's the basement. Vanderbilt, 2-6. and six. They won a couple of non-conference games. They're 0-4 in the SEC. Vanderbilt is 14th in the SEC power rankings. And there you go, the very latest SEC power rankings uh, right here on the Teal Shirt Report podcast. Thank you for listening. Hey, we got more coming up. You know, I think everything processed. Um, I was waiting on our first segment of uh, episode show number 74 to process. I believe it did uh, process. We're going to take a look at um, some high school football scores. My Ed White commanders were victorious last Friday over Reball. Ed White, 28. Reball Trojans, 20. Uh, the final score. I know that Bowles and Trinity Christian were both off. In high school football, I know the Lakeside School got beat by one point, according to Mad Max. They were playing some school called uh, Edgewood, I believe, over in Alabama. Edgewood won the game, I believe it was 7-6. to six. So that's some of what's going on in high school football. And when you talk more college football, how about Utah kicking a field goal in the waning seconds of that game and beating USC? Utah 34, USC 32. Man, some problems in paradise with the Trojans, right? Also, some other scores. FSU Seminoles keep on winning. They're undefeated. They're ranked in the top five. FSU Seminoles 38, Duke Blue Devils 20, final on Saturday, October the 21st of 2023. USC did um, USC on the ropes in this one, and it did end up where they couldn't hang on to the rope. Uh, Utah 34, USC 32, final on Saturday night, October the 21st of 2023. Florida plays Georgia, the Georgia-Florida game, Florida-Georgia game. I understand Tailgate City is opening up Tuesday here in Jacksonville. There'll be, what would it be over there? RVs, mobile homes, all kinds of, maybe not mobile homes, but RVs and 
vans and trucks, and there's going to be some serious tailgating in uh, Jacksonville, Florida. No doubt about that. Some of the other scores in uh, college football, again, Florida and Georgia were off. Um, Ole Miss beat Auburn, Ole Miss 28, Auburn 21, Alabama knocked up Tennessee, Alabama 34, Tennessee 20. We moved Alabama, Alabama second in the power rankings in the total SEC power rankings right under Georgia. So there's been a lot of good, good college football out there. You're tuned into the Teal Shirt Report podcast. Let's see if I can check some uh, high school scores. There was a couple of games where the scores had to be updated and switched around a little bit. So let's take a look at what we've got, high school football scores. Um, We won't check them all, but we'll run down a few here. Reigns defeated Atlantic Coast 29-22. Riverside Generals, formerly known as Lee High School, um, let's see, the Riverside Generals, formerly known as Lee High School, 37, Sandalwood, 7. Um, you know, according to, this is a corrected score, by the way, the Inglewood, the Inglewood Rams, 27, Westside, 26. I think we had the score really a lot different than that. On our, our last podcast, we did high school scores. That's a corrected score. Now, the Inglewood Rams, 27. Westside Wolverines 26. Uh, some other scores. First Coast uh, beat Paxson. Uh, First Coast 35, Paxson 6. Pontevedra Sharks 35, Orange Park Raiders nothing. St. Augustine, one of the better teams in the state of Florida. St. Augustine uh, 56, the Gainesville, Florida Purple Hurricanes 0. Stanton Blue Devils 42, Harvest Community 8. And that was actually a fourth quarter score. I haven't gotten the final on that one, but that shouldn't make a difference. Stanton had a big lead late in the fourth quarter. Stanton Blue Devils 42, Harvest Community 8. We'll have to try to update that one. Eastside 43, St. Joseph's Academy 0. Uh, Trinity Christian Academy and Bowles were both off. Impact Christian Academy 34, the Wolfs and Wolfpack 16, a final. Our good friends in Lake Butler, uh, Union County 1, Union County, Florida 42, Santa Fe 7, Clay High School Blue Devils 21. They lost to Matanzas, actually. Matanzas 24, the Clay High School Blue Devils 21. Baker County, a lot of those guys from McClenny, Baker County 31, Andrew Jackson Tigers 14. Creekside, boy, this was a a monster of a high-scoring game. Creekside 49. Fleming Island, 48. A lot of scoring in that one. Yuley defeated Episcopal. Man, Episcopal's probably missing Mark Brunel, who's now the quarterback coach for the Detroit Lions. Uh, Yuley, 33. Episcopal, nothing. Bishop Snyder Cardinals, 43. Seven Bridges Christian out of Lacanto, Florida, six. So it was Bishop Snyder with a big win. Bishop Snyder, 45. Seven Bridges uh, Christian, six. Madison County, 29, Oak Leaf, uh, 16. Again, that was Madison County, 29, Oak Leaf, 16. Among the high school football scores, Orlando Boone, 69, Cypress Creek, nothing. Boy, that was a blowout. Lake Mary, 49, the Apopka Blue Darters, 21, the final. Palatka, 29, Fernandina Beach Pirates, 16, a final. Middleburg on a late, Fourth quarter field goal. It was a long one, too. Middleburg 31, Bishop Kenny 28, the final. And again, these games, um, 
you know, were played back on Friday night, October the 21st. Randolph Clay Red Devils lost in Georgia to Seminole County. Seminole County 26, Randolph Clay Red Devils 6. Lakeside School lost by one point, 7 to 6 to Edgewood. Um, let's see, the Eufaula, Eufaula, Alabama, Eufaula High School Tigers, Eufaula, Alabama High School Tigers, 17, Rehoboth, 6. Among the high school football scores, Edgewood, uh, 7, and Lakeside School, 6. Mad Max told me that's some of the worst officiating he's ever seen in a high school football game. And certainly that could be true. Uh, I think some of the NFL referees may give those high school guys a run for their money sometimes. So we're going to take a look at, um, yeah, let's do this now. Let's, uh, I didn't, I didn't give you all the high school scores, but there were some, some ones that I think we had to correct some scores, especially that Inglewood game. So we were correcting some scores also. Uh, we gave you the big J report. Com, SEC power rankings. Let's just hit North Florida Entertainment. Here. By the way, the Jaguars' next game will be in Pittsburgh against the Steelers. We'll give you that game on our on our next podcast. Uh, by the way, let's um, take a look at North Florida Entertainment uh, real quickly, and we'll put a cap on episode show number seventy four of the Teal Shirt Report podcast. Here we go. North Florida Entertainment, um, some shows, some shows absolutely coming up. We've got, uh, man, we've got a lot of stuff uh, in the Neighbors 2 section in the concert area. Let's see, local North Florida band Psychic Deli did perform at Clips Bar and Grill back on Friday the 13th, October 13th of 2023. Local North Florida uh, Jam Band, their show's actually coming up. You can still go see their show. Local North Florida Jam Band, Late Night Transfer, doing a show on November the 4th at New Venue Bedlam on Mayport Road. Also, Pink Floyd Tribute Band, Brett Floyd, coming to the iconic Florida Theater on Saturday night, November the 18th of 2023 at 8 o'clock p.m., also, A.J. Croce, the son of the late Jim Croce. A.J. Croce performing on Saturday evening, November the 25th of 2023 at 8 o'clock p.m. at the Florida Theater uh, here in downtown Jacksonville, Florida. Right along Forsyth Street is where the Florida Theater is located in downtown Jacksonville. And that's uh, A.J. Croce on Saturday evening, November the 25th of 2023 at 8 o'clock p.m at the Florida Theater in downtown Jacksonville, Florida. Uh, Kansas uh, from Dust in the Wind fame. Kansas from Dust in the Wind fame. Uh, coming to North Florida in just a few months or a few weeks, if you will. Kansas uh, from Dust in the Wind fame coming to North Florida as Kansas will be playing the Florida Theater on Friday night, January the 12th of 2024 at 8 o'clock p.m. at the Florida Theater here in Jacksonville, Florida. Gladys Knight. I don't see any mention of the Pips. It's not Gladys Knight and the Pips. It's Gladys Knight performing on February the 13th of 2024 at 8 o'clock p.m. at the Florida Theater in Jacksonville, Florida. By the way, the Iceman skated the victory at home in front of over 11,000 fans in the Vice Star Veterans Memorial Arena. The Jacksonville Iceman entering their seventh season here in Jacksonville in the East Coast Hockey League. 
They played on Saturday night, October the 21st, and the Jacksonville Icemen outskated the Florida Everblades, one of their big rivals, by the way. North Florida's hockey team, the Jacksonville Icemen, three. The uh, Florida Everblades, one. They're basically from South Florida, but it was a Jacksonville Icemen, three. The Florida Everblades, one. Final score in the Jacksonville Icemen season opener, on Saturday night, October the 21st, there's some good games coming up in November at home for the Jacksonville Iceman. So we'll keep you updated. By the way, the Jaguars play the Steelers in their next game. And we will, in the next podcast, which will be a monumental one, it'll be, you know, episode show number 75 of season number four. We will kind of get into kind of starting to preview that Jacksonville Jaguars at Pittsburgh Steelers game. It's been a rivalry for years and years and years. Now that the teams are in, of course, two different divisions, but they have a history of playing in playoff games against each other. We will take a look and preview the next Jacksonville Jaguars game, which will be in Pittsburgh against the Steelers. The Steelers are just coming off a win, so they're playing pretty good. The Pittsburgh Steelers 24 the L.A. Rams 17, that game was played on Sunday, October the 22nd. Jaguars did not play on Sunday. They played on last Thursday. You know, and that's been like, that's been, man, that's been like five days ago since the Jaguars last played. So they're getting a little time to heal up. Trevor can rest that knee a little bit. And some of the other guys that have are nicked up and have injuries can rest and heal up some. Jacksonville Jaguars coming off that 31-24 to win over the New Orleans Saints. And that is absolutely, absolutely, as I get tongue-tied here, you know, in the last episode, what was it, episode show 73, I think you heard the, the sandwich guy knocking on the door, and I think I told him to, to leave the sandwich on the kitchen table or something. But uh, good delivery driver, no doubt about it. It was not. It was not a. It was not one of them DoorDash guys. I promise you. But uh, I had a sandwich delivered, and man, it was good too. I want to want to thank the delivery driver for dropping it off. And that all that occurred in our last episode, episode show number seventy three. Again, a special thank you to him. And we're going to wrap up this episode, episode show number seventy four of the Teal Shirt Report podcast. Thank you for listening. Hope you enjoyed our BigJReport.com SEC Power Rankings. We did uh, talk a little bit about high school football, uh, college football, and ran down the NFL scoreboard as well. Thank you for listening to episode show number 74 of the Teal Shirt Report podcast. Special thanks to our producers, our executive producer, JC, our producer, Alex Nunnery, and our contributor, correspondent, and, of course, supporter, John Gaylor. Thank you so much, sir. This has been episode show number 74 of the Teal Shirt Report podcast. I'm Scott, and I'm out. Hey, have a great day. Okay, now you know we got we got to do a quick encore here. My executive producer said I've got to call out Trayvon Walker for only making one tackle in the game against New Orleans. You can't complain too much because the Jaguars won the game, thirty-one to twenty-four over New Orleans. But I did take a look at the defensive stats, and our guy Trayvon Trayvon Walker, number forty-four, only had one tackle. Now maybe in his defense, they were running away from him. JC, is that possible? But I think he was a long way from the ball when the play was starting.
playing way out on the left end, or perhaps they call that outside linebacker. 74, we're going to salute Cam Robinson. He's back from his PED suspension after four games, playing left tackle for the Jaguars. And Cam, we need you, man. Stay healthy the rest of the year, man. No more PEDs. And uh, Cam was was um, injured last year. He did have a very serious, um, what was it, a meniscus injury late in the year last year. And then Walker Little ended up playing left tackle. Cam's back, and then Walker Little got hurt. So we want to salute Cam Robinson out of the University of Alabama. He played for the Alabama Crimson Tide, played for one Nick Saban, and now number 74. We're saluting Cam Robinson right here on the Teal Shirt Report podcast. And I think as the season goes on, if if Cam can get healthy, stay healthy, and play well, I think that offensive line can get better. Um, and that's the hope. Um, it, the, the offensive line play was, was, to my knowledge, not bad against the Saints. Um, I think the Jaguars got a – I think they got a lower. I, I I know Coach Doug Peterson loves throwing the football, but I think they got to put the hammer down and and now ETN is running the ball superbly in most games now. Tank Bigsby, we got to get him going a little bit. And again, episode show number seventy four. This encore, we, we're saluting number seventy four, the Jacksonville Jaguars left tackle Cam Robinson and Trayvon Walker. We wish you the best. We want to get you. We want you to get closer to the football. Come up with some big plays. I know Trayvon's got it in him. Hopefully that'll happen in the Pittsburgh game in Pittsburgh. We'll have a preview of the Pittsburgh game on our next podcast, but we did want to salute Cam Robinson, number 74. And Trayvon, we're watching you, man. I, I isolated on Trayvon Walker numerous times in the football game. He did get one tackle, a disappointing game against the Saints, but still the Jaguars won the game. The Jacksonville Jaguars 31 the New Orleans Saints 24 in that Thursday game, Thursday of last week now. Thank you for listening to the Teal Shirt Report podcast. You guys have a great day. This has been an encore. We'll be back soon with more Teal Shirt Report content coming up. I'm your host, Scott. I'm out. You guys have a great day, okay?